everybody. Welcome to the Dreamers Podcast, episode 242. I know it's been a few weeks, uh, maybe even like a month or so since I've, I've had the opportunity to jump on uh, Facebook Live at uh, Facebook Live or Facebook.com slash Super Joe Pardo uh, and do some recording while uh, sitting here with Ava or Matt or whoever. Um, slash Super Joe so Pardo. It's, yeah, it's been a little uh, while, you- but I, I have a ton of things I want to update on. I know last week I, I did like a short update uh and and that was you know that was good but not not good enough. So this week I uh I, my guest is Adam Brickguy. So if you go to adambrickguy.com, he Adam runs a nonprofit organization uh that that brings bricks to kids who who needs them. So like Lego bricks and Duplo and and all those types of uh toys to kids and they they get to connect with uh their parents who are generally not in in a great place in their life. But it's a really good opportunity uh, for kids to be kids and for, uh, you know, for, for adult, you know, the, the parents to be to get to be parents and, and enjoy their the time with their kids. So speaking of enjoying time with their kids, I'm joined by the awesome Ava Wava right here uh, this week. So let's see so so this week i had actually this week this this like past month i've had so many things going on um getting to go to the united nations to speak let's let's start there because that was like the longest thing ago that happened and i also don't want to forget this i'm going to open this thing up on my screen here um yeah so being at the United Nations for WordCamp. in fact if you look at my if you're looking at the facebook live video or on uh yeah, on the Facebook Live video, you can see like I have a WordCamp um, wristband here. It's like a silicon band, which is actually a USB key. So it's a eight eight gig USB key. It says uh, WordCamp NYC 2016. Pretty neat stuff. Um, it was a really really great time uh, to to <laughs> to, to ju- not to just get to go to the United Nations because I I had never actually been there before. But to to go there and then get to speak in front of I don't know I guess it was like thirty or forty people in like a one of those general assembly conference rooms where everyone has like a little microphone and a uh, and I'm I'm messing up this this putting this band back up uh, every, you know everybody has like a little microphone and if you look up towards the the ceiling you see all of the translation booths and and it's just really a really kind of intimidating experience i want to say so when i was there i the first day i got there um i got i got to meet uh a good now a good a good friend of mine um and you know sitting down in that room was like wow like you're sitting so far back like you don't realize how big these rooms are until you're until you're actually there in it uh, but, but by the net, by the second day I was, you know, pretty, pretty relaxed and, and pretty confident in, in what I had to, uh, to do. And I, my topic was talking about the power of adding a podcast to your blog. So, so since it's WordCamp, it's a lot of bloggers that are there and I wanted to, to basically bring all of the, um, the basics that they needed, the, the, you know, the bootcampness of, of doing a podcast to them and give them the you know the power to be like I can do this I can start up a blog or I mean I can start up a podcast because yeah I have a blog but I want to bring it to the next level. So uh, so 
so I did the talk, uh, had a, a pretty good time, had, you know, afterwards I, I ran into some issues. Um, I don't want to get too deep into what happened, but there was like some cyberbullying issues that took place afterwards on, on Twitter, uh, due to my talk. Um, and it, it's, oh, and, and by the way, it was Marianne, uh, who I got to meet right literally as I was walking up to register, I, I didn't want to get her name. I knew it was Mary or something, but I, I wanted to double check just before I said it. Um, yeah, shout out to Marianne. She was awesome. Spent like the whole weekend hanging out with her. Uh, and it, yeah. So anyway, the cyberbullying thing really, really sucked. It made me feel horrible for about three days and i guess that's what the the mission that they were trying to accomplish was and um admittedly they they succeeded uh in doing that but you know after the after the third day i i got on my my kanye west uh game and and realized you know what it's not it's not worth being upset about uh i'm not gonna let that affect me i know what i do and and how i do it and i and the reasons that i do it and why i would like to do more than what i do it's not always possible. I mean, you have this little girl right here uh, who needs a lot of my attention. And that's actually going to get into a topic that I'm going to talk about a little bit later uh, in in the show. So, yeah. So, so United Nations, by and large, was an amazing experience. I would do it again at, at the drop of a hat. Um, I'd recommend anybody do it that wants to, to speak you know, especially at a word camp. I, I love word camps. I love what they what they support and what uh, the, the just the overall experience and the atmosphere that they bring together. I met a lot of really awesome people, and it just a really awesome time. Uh, so, let's see. The other thing that I did since last uh, doing one of these these pre shows is uh, I spoke at the United Nations. Oh, you know, what? actually, speaking of pre shows, I'm not actually record like. I mean, I'm streaming it, so I'm hopefully I'll be able to download this video from Facebook Live after the fact, uh, so that I could drop it in because I am not recording at the moment. I was such in a rush. I, I hopefully this will make it there. Um, yeah, so so I got to speak at my first Rotary Club. Uh, they have like I don't know 120 members. It's the largest one in South Jersey. It was really it was a really neat experience. I, I wasn't expecting. Uh, well, I, I didn't know what to expect really other than like a super friendly environment. And I, and I certainly got it and a really great lunch on top of that, uh, at this golf course. So, uh, I, I would suggest, and I honestly, I didn't think anybody would have any questions, uh, for me after I did my, how to dream big speech, especially considering that the average age of the room, uh, was, you know, and probably in their seventies, but it's, that specific club ha- has a lot of older members. This, uh, uh, the club I did last week actually had a lot of younger members who all have businesses and the experience of what I was talking, you know, what, what I was talking about at that one was, was radically different. So, so instead of doing the, how to dream big speech, I was talking about, uh, building an audience and creating customers from that audience and that actually was quite good for me because I had a lot of people afterwards who have contacted me uh, about hiring me for, for different services that I provide, whether it's like doing Facebook ads or creating content or new websites and stuff like that. So it, it really was uh, great to be able to bring that, that value to them without having to do like some kind of hardcore sales pitch because I am not a, a sales pitch kind of person. That's, 
not my thing, but I want to bring value to the people that in which I talk, you know, I either speak to or just get to know or talk to. Um, however, I can help is always is always the best way that I enjoy to spend my time. Um, speaking of spending my time, I see Shane Whaley appreciates my mac and cheese shirt, even though he's on a low carb diet this week. Um, sorry about that, Shane. I I love mac and cheese, and even if I was on a low carb diet, I, I probably would make the exception uh, and and have some mac and cheese. So, so yeah, so the Rotary Club thing has been really great uh, for me so far, and I have a lot, a lot, a lot of them, like, I don't know, like eight or nine more already set up, and I have, I think, three or four more that are, uh, <clears throat> that I'm waiting in the wings to, to find out when we're going to be, you know, scheduling for. Uh, so I also want to bring up that if for anyone who doesn't know or didn't know, uh, like two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago, I guess? Yeah, it was the DNC, right? So we were, it, it was here in Philadelphia. And while I didn't go to any of it or, or partake in any of that, uh, I did get the opportunity to go re- produce an episode of the NAM show for, uh, well, for, for NAM. If you're not familiar with NAM, I think it's uh, NAM dot org n-a-m-m dot org now oh, nam foundation dot org and uh they they run a they run a show uh or it's nam dot org n-a-m-m dot org they run a, a a brand new podcast that they just started like i don't know six months ago or, or maybe just under a year ago and they were looking for somebody to produce an episode with uh ben vereen who uh who was in cats and he's been in so many um musicals just a really really special guy uh i didn't know much about him because i'm not the the biggest musical person but uh getting to to sit across from him for an hour while they they talked about uh supporting the arts and that's why him and ben folds from uh ben folds five and and all his solo endeavors um and he was also on a show called uh the sing-off i think it was it was like on nbc it was all acapella groups and uh, he was a judge on that show for, I think, uh, he said for five seasons. I didn't even realize that it, it went on that long. So, so uh, yeah, getting to sit across from them two guys for an hour. And I don't know if the episode's out yet, but it, it uh, I think actually it's supposed to be, maybe maybe this week it's supposed to come out. Um, they wanted to, they did an episode at the RNC, and then, this, uh, then they did the DNC the week later. Um, was really really magical. I would. Uh, I'm gonna see if I. Uh, I'm definitely gonna post a a blog post about the experience and and a link to the to the episode once it comes out. And shout out to Dave Jackson. He he got to do the RNC one the week before, uh, and I forget who he was with for that one. But um, so yeah, we we had like our own little room, and it was it was really cool. Uh, really a neat experience. I got to take a picture with Ben Folds. Unfortunately, Ben Vereen had to jet before. Uh, before we we finished up they had to record do some extra recordings and, and ben vereen went first and then had to go unfortunately so i didn't get a picture with him but getting a picture with ben folds is pretty cool um i don't think i've gotten a chance to post i, I the picture the picture's on facebook and i and probably instagram but uh and twitter but i i don't think i've gotten to post it on my blog yet because i haven't had a chance to write about the experience i've just been like super super busy with so many different things uh, so I, I know I made a promise during last month, um, 
last month or the month before where I said that I was going to start breaking out these topics that I would normally was that I was normally talking about in my pre-show and recording them for YouTube. And unfortunately, I have not been able to keep up on that promise yet. Um, just so many different opportunities and things have been coming my way and, and um, work has been coming my way that I just have not had the opportunity to, to sit down and do these, which is a shame because I have like 120 different topics to talk about that I want to shoot these videos for. So I really want to uh, get on top of that, you know, maybe uh, it's going to be tough to do it this month, but but maybe even just start doing it um a little bit oh you know not as regularly but i want to add those episodes to this to this feed uh to the to the dreamers podcast feed so so maybe it's like we do two or three episodes you know maybe up to four episodes a month extra so that would turn the show into like a two day a week thing but we'd have an episode that's only like three to five minutes and then the interview episodes with the pre-show where i talk about everything that i have going on which is oh we're getting a little fussy here uh it would be would be really uh really great i i love the idea of adding a, a youtube proponent to the show or a component to the show i don't know one or the other uh and then also the idea that uh people would be able to find the show and find what i do easier through youtube and and i i love that that idea especially since i have um the studio now i have the camera angled down a little bit so people can see ava's face uh right now and we, uh, as I don't know if you, if anybody's been, you know, watching these live feeds, I've, I've changed the background, I've changed the office. So what was it on Tuesday, Melissa, uh, my wife took Ava to her, to the first zoo experience down in the Cape May zoo in New Jersey. And, uh, I stayed home cause I had some work I had to, I had to accomplish that day. And then that night, um, that night I ended up staying up till like 3 a.m. because I, I was like, you know what? I need to get this this office rearranged and set up in a better way for me and for everything I got going on. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And it ended up taking me like five hours to pull the whole office apart and put it all back together in a way that makes a lot more sense for me and for the room and just in general. So I was exhausted because then I had to wake up at 5, uh, was it? 8 a 8 30 a.m to talk to mark asquith on uh about his his inner you know about his talk that he's doing here at the middle Atlantic podcast conference in uh in september and i guess we spit up at some point because now my pants are soaked that's that's unfortunate um so so yeah so it was it was just very exhausting and then it took me a long time to catch up and um, I feel like even though it's been uh, actually almost a week now since that happened, I'm just catching up now. So hopefully we can stay on track. Me and Melissa have been trying to go to sleep earlier and earlier with Ava, but she just does not want to go to sleep at um, at at uh, like seven o'clock. It's it's just not something that she really wants to do. But it ta- you know, and sometimes it takes her an hour and a half just to get ready for bed. So uh, it's kind of a shame that it. it it takes that long, but it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. We deal with what we do. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's really what I have going on. Now, the big announcement that I had made, uh, on Facebook, like a few hours ago, this idea that I had, um, I think after, 
after the conference, which is September 9th and 10th, if you don't know what MapCon is, it's the Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference. It's here just outside of Philadelphia. Uh, right now, tickets are on sale for $150, but if you go to middleatlanticpodcast.com slash discount, it's $140. Um, and right now we're, we're over, uh, we're just like over 60 registrations at the moment. So we're, we're, uh, we're killing it. We're looking to, to, to have about 150 people come, come September 9th and 10th. Um, and you can go and check out, uh, superjoeparlor.com slash mapcon, M-A-P-C-O-N. And there you'll be able to, to check out all these interviews that I've been doing with all the speakers and sponsors, which has been a lot of, a lot, a lot of fun, uh, to do here on Facebook live. Uh, so, so yeah, so, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so yeah. So after the conference, uh, and, and in September, Melissa will be going back to work and, and she's a teacher, which is great. Uh, but for me, it'll be really tough because that means I'll be home with Ava trying to get work done. So we've been looking at different ways and different things that we could do, uh, from different parents that could watch her on certain days. But the problem is I don't really have a, uh, a set schedule or even set hours, the am- amount of hours that I work a week. It's, it kind of varies from time to time and day to day, uh, how much, how many hours that I do work. See, you can tell Ava's trying to, to interject that she, she wants me to work less hours. Isn't that right, Ava? Yeah, she wants me all to herself. So uh, in order to help do that, I, I had this idea this morning that I think what I'm going to do starting after the conference is limit my hours of working to between 20 and 25 hours a week so that it enables me to be able to to be here for Ava um, more and have to rely on other people less. So there's a lot of things that go into making that happen, right? 20 hours uh, a week is, is really um, not a lot, like it's not but the thing is is with the with the kind of work that i do do and i and i do do uh have it's 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 quite possible um but it does mean that i'm gonna have to turn more you know more opportunities down it means i'm gonna have to even be more efficient with my time than i already am and work really really hard uh to make make that possible i i i fully believe that it is uh, it is possible. And, and one of the limiting factors is myself because every time I'm not working, I feel like I'm losing ground. Every time that I'm not recording or making something happen or writing or what's the matter? Mwah. It's all right, Ava. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We, we might be trying to go to the bathroom right now on, on Facebook live. I, I think we are actually, um, or we're just trying to talk into the mic and let everyone know that we're here. We know you're here, Ave. Um, so it's 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 tough for me because I feel like I I'm losing ground if I'm not constantly uh, working on something or doing something or thinking about something. So for me, it's like I need to to clear my mind and put myself in that right frame of mind. Eva, what's the matter? Are you trying to talk? No. Uh, 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 
so I need to put myself in the right frame of mind to make all of that happen uh, and, and not feel guilty when I'm not working and not feel guilty uh, when I'm not doing you know certain tasks that, that I feel need to be done to maintain what I got going on. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really a, a big challenge for me to to make that happen. But I I think if I limit uh, twenty to she's just so talkative today. It's all right, Dave. If I if I limit it to uh, t- up to twenty five hours, that gives me an extra hour. So that could be up to five extra hours uh, or one extra hour per day. Uh, for the week, so and I and I, you know, I just did an episode with uh, Stephen Warley, and we talked about this idea that like we only have four hours a day in us of really solid work anyway. Um, when it comes to if it's creativity or or really really productive stuff, you just don't want Ava. Mwah. It's okay. Yeah. So uh, this this is a bit challenging. Um, and, and the challenge that I'm going to be putting myself through is, is challenging for me. Maybe, you know, maybe, and, and at the same time, being able to make the money that I need to make in order to make all of that work is, uh, you know, that's a challenge in itself, but that's, to me, that's not the hard part. The hard part is limiting myself to that, the minimalist of, of like what I absolutely need to do and what's the most important stuff. (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah, so that's that's that. So we're gonna see how that goes. I I'm gonna talk more about this uh, as we as we get closer. I I think she's um going to the bathroom, mommy. Here, if you wanna uh, take her. All right. Here. Uh. So yeah. So I think that's gonna be the the most challenging part for me is is getting it to a point where I don't feel guilty and I don't feel uh that I'm I'm missing out or losing out. Um, that's, that's really the toughest part. So we're going to, we're going to get there. And I, and I think that I'm probably going to try to talk a lot about that, this specific challenge that I'm putting to myself on the show, uh, the pre-show specifically and, and, uh, really working hard to, to make that happen so that, uh, I get to spend more time with Ava uh, and, and, you know, helping her grow, uh, as well as helping my business grow in a, in a way by setting that, that time. I know a lot of people will work within those, um, what are those tomato timers called? So this is why I like having Matt here. Cause sometimes he would know the Pomodoro, uh, is it the Pomodoro timers, uh, you know, working within a, a set minimalistic time frame that you have set for yourself, like a hard time frame that you set for yourself so that you, you weed out very quickly what's important and what's not important when it comes to what needs to be accomplished and when to get back to people. Like I know some people will only answer their emails once a day. And if they don't, you know, if you know, if you send an email right after they checked it, they're just not going to get back to you. I, I don't know that I will count emails as, or answering emails as, as part of quote unquote working. Uh, I think that it really depends on the volume of, of, of emails I'm getting at the time. And I also think that it depends on, uh, the, the, um, severity of the emails in which I send out. Uh, so like how much work goes into it and all that. I know with the show, I think I'm going to take a lead from Mark Asquith, who, when I did that interview with him the other day, um, I'm going to be updating 
the process for people to be on the show. So, so it's, I'm basically going to just set up a form and, and people that want to be on the show can, can fill out this form and it's going to be an extensive form. It's going to have everything basically that I can just cut and paste and they're, you're going to be writing the show notes. And if you don't like doing it, then that's okay. Go find another show to be on. Cause I don't really have that, that time, uh, to be able to do, to do it otherwise. Um, so yeah, so while I hate the idea of having to, to put my, you know, guests or potential guests through a ringer, it, it kind of is a good idea because, well, actually it's a very good idea because it'll save me time. Um, I won't have to hunt down social media links or, or bios, or if somebody forgets to send a picture or anything like that, like it'll, you know, it's a prerequisite for being on the show. You have to send me all of this stuff in a form so that I have it. There's no questions and I can just basically you know copy and paste all of it right into the show notes for the website and save a boatload of time that I don't have especially once I make the jump to this 20 to 25 hour uh, a week schedule uh, in in mid-september so so yeah so in the meantime there's a lot of preparation work that I'm gonna have to do to make that happen um, including build that form uh and also for anybody that's still curious i am still going to be working on my third book um it's called sales won't save your business and it's going to be all the different ways that we uh we optimized our processes uh at at my family's business to make to make it you know to to help save uh money and save like manpower and and everything and everybody's sanity along the way uh so there's going to be there's going to be a lot that goes into that and i i haven't had a chance to write the um the the outline for it yet but i i hope to do that uh either this week or next week because next week i should have a lot of free time uh to be able to just write that outline and get it banged out and then if i you know once you have the outline writing the book is is pretty easy so so we'll see i might be able to write a whole book in in a week we'll we'll see uh it'll be the first book that i won't actually be doing any artwork for but i will have pictures in it um there'll probably be pictures from from my family's business uh through the years and and the different things that happened um that i have in my archives so we'll we'll see it might not be a ton of pictures but there'll probably be at least a few pictures in the book um to tell help tell the story as and not just story but the um the pro you know what processes you should be looking at and going through to help uh save your business and prepare your business to be saved when your sales peak as sales tend to do so anyway that i think let me check my notes here i think that pretty much covers everything that i wanted to talk about um again i really want to start doing these these uh youtube videos and and converting them into dreamers podcast episodes in the not too distant future if you want go to superjoepardo.com slash tube and you can get subscribed today so once they start going up uh you'll be able to to make that happen so uh yeah so i'm i'm joe pardo uh i was joined by ava for about over three quarters of this episode till she just was just one had too much to say and i had to had to cut her off um and uh my guest this week so you stay tuned after the jump for uh adam brick guy if you go to adambrickguy.com you can check out all of his awesome nonprofit stuff where he brings uh bricks lego bricks and duplo bricks to kids uh and their and their parents who uh are in need of some serious uh uh, uh ch- child parent time 
you know, mother, daughter, father, son, son, daughter, mother, son, you know, parent, yeah, child parent time. <sighs> Everyone, I hope you have a great week, and I look forward uh, to doing this, to get jumping on the mic next week and on Facebook Live. Again, facebook.com slash superjoepardo. You can jump in and, uh, you know, check this out when it's happening live on Mondays. When on Mondays, it's when I have time. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Joe, I have a challenge for you. What, what's that, Matt? I want you to give me a way to support the Dreamers podcast that's not only easy, but it's not going to cost me any money. Buy stuff on Amazon. Really? Yes. Go to superjoepardo.com forward slash Amazon. Update your bookmark for Amazon to that link, superjoepardo.com forward slash, <laughs> forward slash Amazon. Every time you make a purchase, I get money. Joe, in the time it took you to describe that, I've already done it, and I'm a slow typer. You know what? Why don't you go buy some uh, Mavis Typing Tutor on Amazon using the superjoeparter.com forward slash Amazon and help contribute to Dreamers Podcast. It'll be here in two days. Thanks, Amazon Prime. Hey, Dreamers. Today, I'm talking with Adam the Brick Guy Star, who is making his dreams come true by getting the bricks to kids. And Adam, I got to say... I love your last name. I hope that's your real last name. Um, cause are, and are you related to Patrick? <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Uh, it is a real last name and I'm, I, I could be related to Patrick. <laughs> well, that's a good he, question. You know, well, he is, uh, one of my favorites out there in the world. Patrick star of, of the SpongeBob series for anyone who isn't following along. Uh, but if you're listening to this show, I, I would think that you would know who Patrick Starr is. Not not some, like, uh, old-timey uh, singer or something like that. Because it kind of sounds like, like that, right? Like uh, somebody would be singing down in Vegas, like in the, I guess, like the 70s or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Adam, why don't you get started by giving some background about yourself? I will... Uh... You know, born and raised here in Texas, and uh, you know, went through went through high school, college, and and uh, you know, started working here in Houston, and and uh, you know, hopefully, like many others out there, just, you know, just begin to realize that they want to do a little more than than just their career. You know, they got other things on their mind, and so now they're branching out into uh, you know things that they've always thought were good ideas and thought that were maybe not as possible as they as they hoped but they're they're still trying to do it well i i would agree why don't you talk about um what the you know your brick initiative is so uh so a big passion of mine is uh helping young kids get what they need you know whether that be the mentoring or uh you know just helping them to make a plan for you know their life as they you know go to school and put the right things, uh, prioritize the right things. And, uh, you know, for me right now, this initiative is focusing on, uh, young kids and helping them, uh, uh, develop their creativity and, you know, just finding that, finding that passion for fun that, uh, is sort of stored in our mind that we kind of have to tap into. So Adam Brick Guy helps connect them with, uh, Legos or bricks, you know, other types of building blocks and, hopefully gets their curiosity stimulated and helps them find fun and things that are, that are actually mind building. Oh, I love it. Um, so how, how far along are you in the process of, of making all this come true? 
Ah, uh, well, <clears throat> it's it's closer than it's ever been. Um, you know, it didn't start out as just Adam Brick guy and let's make it happen from day one. It sort of evolved and brick by brick, you know, I've gotten gotten up to the point where it's actually, uh, you know, it's actually a, a brand, a brand name now. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we actually... Uh, people people can identify, you know, with the name and what the initiative is at, you know, at some places that we volunteered at. And so, and pre- where, whereas previously it was just me showing up with, you know, some toys, you know, bricks, maybe other things as well. And uh, now it's, uh, you know, now it's getting to the point where it's, it's a regular and a regular thing at, you know, various places and, you know, just trying to, just trying to keep that momentum going. Oh, that's, that's great. Um, so, do, any idea how many bricks you've you've donated it so far at this point? Um, in terms of pounds, I'd say probably a hundred pounds of bricks have been distributed out um, to 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 one place called Santa Maria, which has several locations. So they and tons of kids at each one. So uh, that's. That's about where we're at, but the goals the goals are certainly a lot higher, so we're, we're trying to reach out to other places as well. Now, now given how light like bricks are, uh, Lego bricks are, um, I assume they're Lego bricks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, sir. I didn't know if they were some off-brand of bricks or something like that, but given how light that they are, or at least I don't remember the last time I picked up a Lego brick, so um, in my mind it's pretty, it's pretty light. That, that sounds like an awful lot of, of bricks. It it definitely is. Uh, I mean, I'd say if you just had, you know, one small little box of bricks, it'd probably, you know, it'd probably be uh, 250, you know, individual little boxes that, you know, kids assemble and things like that. So, wow. and, uh, and certainly, uh, you know, we're still trying to, still trying to collect and distribute a lot more bricks. So. Oh, awesome. 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 So, um, how, how have you gotten most of your bricks? So most of the bricks have, uh, you know, originally, originally it just came from, uh, me and a friend just buying some, you know, amongst other toys, as I said, and, uh, now it's coming to the point where we, we really need, uh, uh, you know, outside contributions. So friends, friends and things like that have, have certainly helped out and, uh, you know, just helping me, uh, get some bricks and, and even help to store some. And, uh, and then also whenever we actually have an event, we, uh, we pair with, you know, a company that'll help sponsor, help sponsor it. So they'll, they'll sponsor the event, which in turn buys the bricks and, and then the kids at the event get to keep the bricks. So that's, uh, that's been a big part of the donations. And, but now we're also looking, you know, just for individuals in the community as well, just to say, Hey, that's a good idea. I played with Legos growing up. I want those kids to play with Legos or other bricks uh, when in their childhood too, you know. Definitely. So I mean, I assume you're you're a big Lego fan growing up. A uh, big, a uh, big, big fan of things similar to Legos. So I mean, train sets, you know, uh, Lincoln logs, um, Legos, Mega bricks, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, Legos has really resonated with me because it's a lot of places that are on the acceptable donation list at the places that we try to try to go to. You know, some some of the things that you plug in and you know, like train sets and things like that are not really uh, 
accepted as donations there just because of the the hazards it might have for a kid. But I mean, everybody's familiar with Legos and everybody's accepting them, you know? Well, definitely. And they're also washable so you can sterilize them, which uh, mm-hmm. is also a good, you know, good thing for the people, you know, for them to be able to do, uh, especially if it was in a situation with lots of kids, different kids were touching them or you were sending them off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how how does this fit into like with your day to day job? Like what do you, what do you do? Day, like what's your day to day job? <laughs> well, um, I'm still wondering about what the connection is, so maybe you can help fill me in. I, I might um, be able to help. I, I've been known to do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I work at uh, in a finance uh, operations finance role at a at a petroleum and mining company, and um, I have to say that. Actually, in the company, there is a community involvement committee, and uh, since volunteering on some of the ideas they've had, that's kind of what got me in touch with the first uh, group of kids that I was able to kind of help get back in touch with and uh, help give some brick to. So I guess that my job helped connect me there, but in terms of my day-to-day job, I wouldn't say it's actually you know rooted in the things I'm doing. Besides being financially sensible and buying brick, you know. Well, hey, I mean that does help, and it's funny that you work in the petroleum industry because <laughs> bricks are made of plastic, and plastic is a byproduct <laughs> of petroleum. Uh, but that's that's definitely not the connection that we're looking for. Um, but I, no, I, I love the fact that you're you're looking to you have that finance background to uh, sensibly run this this nonprofit organization. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to brighten up kids days. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe we'll be able to make that connection when we get to a little bit deeper into the, uh, the interview here, as I, I usually get that, that answer, um, a little further along. <laughs> uh, so, so how did your family take this, uh, idea of you starting up a nonprofit? Was this completely out of left field for them? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it seemed like, um, you know, maybe it would, it would go, it would certainly take time away from, you know, me spending it just on my, my regular job. And, uh, you know, they said, Oh, are you sure you'll have time for it? And, and things like that. And I said, well, you don't, you don't have time, you make time. And so it's just, uh, just, yeah, I mean, they're, they're right. I mean, it takes time and energy and, you know, it, it can, uh, you know, really prolong your day and, you know, in certain certain situations, but you know that's that's the decision you made, and that's that's the commitment you're sticking with. Yes, it, it, you have to make time, um, and and that's the thing. Like, you know, the, the the real question is, what would you be doing otherwise with that time? Mm-hmm. Um, going out partying, or or you know, enjoying. <laughs> but if but if this is what helps you enjoy life, then isn't that what's important? I mean, more so than like, hey, you know, I'm young and I mean, I don't know if you're single, but, you know, you're not married. I mm-hmm. think. So, um, you know, like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, go out and ha- have a great time all the time. And and instead of investing that time, because really, that's just an escape from, well, I don't, you know, I don't really like my job. So I live for the weekends or I live for Friday night. And and that's a really to me, that's a really sad way to live. Um because that means you're just running, you're just trying to escape what you do. 
and if you don't love what you do or have enough of something that helps supplement it like what in your case where you start up a nonprofit organization um then that's just it's just a really sad way to live your life mhm i'm sure uh you know a lot of people get kind of stuck in that tunnel vision of it's like oh i can't wait for friday it's like well they you know it's like hey do you realize you said that for the last five mondays you know or last 10 mondays and so it's um it's like hey how about what are you going to do on tuesday you know and what what's going to what's going to help you look forward to just going through the week you know every week and yeah i mean it is uh it is difficult to uh you know to find something that you know helps you enjoy the day to day a little more and i think a lot of people think that they'll find it at maybe their primary job but maybe they just need to pick up something else you know realize the need in the community and start pursuing that and you know pick it up and go with it it'll probably add some some spice to your uh, monday monday through thursday and you'll still look forward to friday you know you know yeah i look i mean i understand that there's a a, a need for downtime right cuz because even if we love our jobs, like there, there's still a need for downtime. But uh, it, as you said, if it's just something that's a perpetual, like you're in a perpetual, like man, I I hate Mondays and I can't wait till Friday, uh, mm-hmm. then then there's a problem and you need to start addressing that. And and as I always say on the show, it starts with a Google search. You know, you have an idea, you have a thought, you have a dream that you had as as a kid or even just now or whenever um, you were inspired by something. Uh, or you don't know what to be inspired by, it starts with a Google search. Do hmm. to start doing some research on you know anything that pops in your mind, and you'll fall fall down a rabbit hole to a point where you can find you know like oh man, well there's a need that I can fulfill within myself, within the community, or you know just making uh, what was it happy people make happy society, and that that's really what's important um, to me when I, when I you know see other people and. Uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, Adam, but I really love, and I don't know why, but I really love working on Friday nights and Saturday nights, like, like late into the night. I just, something about that, those nights are just, you know what it is, is that like social media is kind of dead. Um, so there isn't like that distraction of like, Ooh, I wonder what's going on on Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you could just, I could just get into that groove and just start and just start working. Um, but you know, I love, I, I also love Mondays cause I can get, you know, get, get everything going again. Uh, I, I used to not hate Mondays, but you know, mm-hmm. if I really had a great weekend, I probably wasn't looking forward to go <laughs> to going in on Monday morning. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. but not for a lack of hating my work just for, you know, it's the end of the weekend and, and we had a great weekend. Now I'm tired and I need mm-hmm. a day to recoup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Adam, what, uh, for, for you, what's been the biggest roadblock? And, um, it's, that's, that's a, it's a difficult question. Cause I, I hate to, you know, put any one words on it. I mean, roadblocks are, you know, they're little, little pieces of things that have gone wrong to block the whole road, you know? So, um, I'd say, I'd say the roadblock is really a big part of it's been internally that it's like, Hey, you know what? You can actualize this idea. You can, you know, there is a need in the community and, uh, I mean, you can, uh, take steps to help meet it if that's, 
you know, my passion. And so I, you know, did a little searching and yeah, that's my passion, but okay, what are the next steps, you know? And like you say, it starts with the Google search and, you know, go down the rabbit hole. So it's, that's, that's been the sort of time consuming and, you know, hard part for my mind to really work through. Cause I'm so used to just operating as, uh, in, in society as you know, someone that isn't vo- volunteering at places or isn't coordinating to volunteer at, uh, places and isn't thinking of their own ideas when they do volunteer. So this has just been a, you know, big change and, um, you know, trying, trying to, uh, know the steps to make this happen, I'd say is, is probably the, the biggest, uh, roadblock or the thing that I'm trying to work through. Well, what what are some of the ways that you overcome that? Um, well, when, when, uh, when you say, Hey, you know what, these, these kids could, uh, you know, these kids are at, um, you know, under, underprivileged communities, you know, their, their mothers are either incarcerated or, uh, you know, are, are in rehabilitation and yet the kids are just, you know, subject to these circumstances. It's, um, you know, saying, how do I connect to those kids and will, will other people, you know, that are in charge of those kids actually support me? And so it actually, you know, took me a long time. Uh, you know, I just, you know, a lot of deliberation to say, you know, would, you know, do they even need people like me to, to be there at the, those sort of shelters and, you know, do they, do they even need Legos? I mean, maybe they have it all taken care of. So say the big first step is, you know, realizing the, you know, the niche in the community that you want to reach out to and then reaching out, you know, so you just have to just make a call and, and bounce the idea off somebody that doesn't know you, that is, uh, you know, is just a, another, another member of the community and they'll, they'll give you the honest feedback. Yeah, it's a good idea or no, it's not. And, you know, luckily, luckily for me is that was the big hurdle. And, uh, that was a big hurdle. And whenever they, whenever they heard my idea, they said, yeah, just give us, give us some more information and we'd, we'd love to have, you, you know, so as you can get encouragement there too, you know, so. Yeah, no, I, I, and I can imagine like, you know, that cold, cold calling on a, on thing as a, as a young man and you're like yeah i want to bring these bricks to kids and like trying not to be creepy about it you know it, like and and the mind you know it, and it's it's it, you know obviously it's great intentions but the mind mm-hmm. can play horrible tricks on you to you know fool you into thinking no i'm not i'm not good enough at this or no i don't want someone to like think i'm weird because i want to show up you know and and bring bricks to kids like Mm-hmm. You know, I guess um, for in your case, it worked out really well because there was a, a desire for them to want to have people come in and bring, uh, you know, Legos to kids. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome well, that it worked out. Well said on the yeah. There's the mind plays tricks on you to to talk you out of it, but yeah, gotta gotta trick the mind, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't like you, like we think we like to think that we know, right? Because we're like, well, if I was in their shoes, blah 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 blah. But the thing is, is we can't always um, we we sh- well, we shouldn't really put ourselves in in other people's shoes in that case, um, unless we have the experience in which we can base our opinion or our um our mindset on, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you had ran um. 
an organization like like for kids um and and in the past you had like a really bad experience with somebody that was like i want to come bring bricks to kids or 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 something to that effect then you could you have something to base it on because like you were in their shoes um mm-hmm. that's like the same um there's a i think there's like a like a wording for it or or something but um there's there's a way of looking at things where it's like i won't give my opinion of something unless i've had an experience that directly relates to like a story that i could give you that relates in some way shape or form to to what you're looking for versus mm-hmm. me being like well if i was in your shoes i'd be like no no way or yes come on you know what i mean like it, mm-hmm. you have to try because you're not you're not there you're not them and you don't just because you you might want to think that you know um doesn't always necessarily translate Absolutely. And, you know, there were times that I, I thought I knew, you know, what they would say or how, how people would uh, perceive it. But, uh, you know, it, it, whenever whenever I actually, you know, made made those first calls and, and also, you know, just mentioned the idea to friends and things like that. I mean, it was it was actually surprising the response that that I got. So what I thought I knew, I didn't. And uh and now, now, like you said, you know, I have at least have the experience for anything in the future where I can reflect on this one, you know. So definitely, you got to give it a shot at least once. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Adam, when you were growing up, what was your childhood dream? Hmm. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, from a very young age, we had uh, grew up on. You know, a plot of land, with a, you know, farm, some farm stuff, and you know, around us and farming community. And I used to have a go kart, so I used to be on a be a race car driver. But uh, you know, those those realities uh, didn't didn't persist, or that that dream didn't persist. So it it uh, I think I think if, as you go into you know more uh, you know social years of adolescence, where you're you're interacting with your peers more and you play on team sports and do things like that. That's whenever I started to realize that I, I wanted to do things that were more collective. So, I mean, I don't have anything, you know, very specific saying, oh, this is, you know, I wanted to be this or I wanted to be that. It was more about, I want to do anything that will uh, hopefully bring us all together, you know? So, I mean, even now that, that dream uh, sort of persists and, you know, just inviting groups of friends to, you know, bar trivia or to, you know, just do things, do things together, you know, bringing people together for great experiences, but you are living that dream because you are doing it through the brick guy. Good point. Yeah. See, see, it always comes, it always, almost every (laughs) single time it comes back right back around and it's like, boom, that, you know, whatever it was, cause that's that. And that's why we have people like you on the show is to show like, Hey, you know, these, these dreams that we had as a child, maybe we didn't get to be exactly what we wanted to be at, you know, at the age of six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is there's a reason that we wanted to be or do those things, and those reasons, like they're they those are like the key, the keys to it, and we use those keys to unlock other doors in our lives uh, and for the opportunities that arise. So mm-hmm. in your case, it's, you know, bringing kids together to play with bricks. I mean, right there um, and creating that experience. And I, and I, I really have a, a deep passion as you do for bringing people together and, and bring, you know, always trying to, 
you know, bring as many people as I can together and, you know, help create an, an amazing experience. Like, so I started a conference for podcasters, mm-hmm. you know, so like everything, um, always, you know, cause that's like, that's like the, the essence of what, you know, makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you deny that stuff, like if you just did your finance work and you were like, yeah, this is okay. I can, I guess I could do this for the next 35 years until it's time to <laughs> hang it up, you know, whatever. Um, then you wouldn't be on the show. Because <laughs> <It's as laughs> we're here to inspire people that, uh, that, that, that are on that, that are on that, like, I think I want to do something, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And here's the ex- a perfect example of somebody who is in that that finance world where it's like th- you know playing with bricks. That's like that's juvenile. Why would you do that? Um, mm-hmm. But but you're doing it, and that's 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 so awesome. Hey, well, thanks. Uh, you know, like I said, it's still you know there's still some blocks in my mind about you know what whether it's a good idea and whether I really you know, should have this sort of, uh, persona or, uh, you know, have this as sort of how I can identify with this, uh, being Adam brick guy and, you know, helping connect uh, kids with bricks. And I mean, it is sort of hard to take on a new piece of identity, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, so I, so being on, being on this show as Adam brick guy is, uh, is very helpful. Thank you. You're you're very welcome. It's it's an honor to have people like you on the show that that uh, have a vision for themselves and um as lo- hey as long as there continues to be a need for it right like what's the what's the problem uh, you, mm-hmm. you know I I'll relate to this like this right um, I go to Disney a lot like you know four to six times a year um and not right now because we we just had our, our first baby but um. Mm-hmm. The, my point is, is people would be like, oh, you're going to Disney again? And this is when I was working in the office. And I'm like, oh, you're going down the shore again? Like, every weekend we're just going down, <laughs> that's what we're doing? Like, But that, but it's not okay for me to go to, to Disney. And part of that is that, um, that, like, stigma of like, oh, well, you're, you know, a young man without a child. And, uh, you know, you and your girlfriend or, or, or uh, fiancé or, or wife, or mm-hmm. even before then, um... Or not before then, but I've gone down to Disney by myself because I have so many friends down there that, like, when I go by myself, I'm not really going by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to be hanging out. Like, yeah, there might be a little bit of time where I'm by myself, but for the most part, I'm going to be going out to meals with friends. I'm going to be hanging out with friends. Like, and that's what, you know, to me, it's all about. But, you know, some people just can't wrap their head around that because, oh, oh, it's not, go- you're not going down the shore. Like, you know, but, mm-hmm. the, but the connection to me is like, but I'm going somewhere else. Like you go down the shore, spend all that money. That's fine. That's on you. I'm taking that money instead of going there, instead of going to the movies and taking it and going away to Florida in the winter <laughs> when it's mm-hmm. cold out here. <laughs> um, so it's all about perception, you know, seeing it from a different angle, um, a different view. So don't, don't lose that Adam. Um, you know, cause look, look what it got me. You know, if I, if I had been like, Oh, you know, they're right. Maybe I shouldn't go to Disney or, um, I don't want people to think that I'm weird cause I'm going to Disney. Like, no, like I, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter because I'm going, I have friends down there. We're having a good time you know, bada bing, bada boom. This is, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And, and be, and that, that attitude has brought me to where I am, you know, doing it my way. And that's, and it, it, that's such a cliche thing to say, especially, you know, thanks to Frank Sinatra, but, but really it is <laughs> right. 
it, it, it's it's this is you doing you and your 20 plus years from now self is going to be thanking yourself you know thanking you now for what you've laid the found, uh, foundation for wow well, i appreciate appreciate the encouragement joe and you know i'm glad i'm glad that you did it yourself um you know and and now i have the passion to to encourage others to do it cuz it when you put it into perspective of you know what is your 20 plus year self going to say you know that that really adds a, a very good test for whether you're spending your time doing what you want now or you know what what you really wanted to do uh, now. Your six year old self would be thanking you right now, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, being the collective, the collectiveness, getting to play with bricks all day, uh, or you know, on days like, how cool is that? So, yeah, don't don't let it go. Um, now, with all that said, what do your dreams for the future look like? Um, well, we're hosting an event in June, um, at Santa Maria Bonita house, uh, here in Houston. And so we hope to, you know, connect with kids and, in a sort of a, you know, a bigger form, more formal event, um, you know, where the kids can, uh, play with the bricks. So having that type of event at, uh, other places throughout Houston and, and also, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, connecting, connecting with other people that'll want to join the vision. So it's, um, I mean, what are, what is Adam Brick guys, uh, dreams for the future and vision? It's, uh, to continue doing events, you know, on a fairly regular basis that, that really help get bricks to kids and, uh, and kids to learn and, uh, and we have fun doing fun volunteering, um, and hopefully for other people, they uh, and hope and you know as part of the extended vision is to help other people see that they can have an impact and that they uh, that they're you know come up with their own ideas and so hope hopefully uh, helping to encourage other people to pursue their dreams as well. Awesome, 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 awesome. Adam, what is? Oh, not what is. <laughs> <laughs> no do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share before we share how people can connect with you and get involved um it's you know i definitely uh want to encourage people to you know pursue at least one of their dreams and if and if maybe they they don't have one that comes to hand uh you know to help help someone else implement one of their dreams. Um, I know for me, just hearing, hearing about what other people are pursuing is, you know, really helped me to, uh, to brainstorm what I'm doing. So, um, you know, it, it all, you know, every, uh, what is it? Every patch of bamboo starts with one, just, you know, just one, one piece of bamboo being planted. So, you know, one seed can, can make uh can make a lot happen. So, you know, try, Try that first seed and and see what grows in your your field, sort of thing. It definitely can, and uh, that's you know, again, it all starts with with you and wanting to do something about your life and what you're passionate about. Um, in some in some degree, it doesn't have to be quit your job tomorrow. Uh, you know, ho hopefully someday you'll be able to quit your job and run this full time. <laughs> but that's never going to happen if you don't let, you know, if you don't let it continue to grow. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So, Adam, could you please share how people can connect with you? Uh, yes, sir, Joe. I appreciate this moment. Um, yeah, if you would like to contribute to Adam Brick Guy or just to learn more about uh, what we're doing and how we're doing it, and and just want to uh, you know see uh, you know learn more about us, you can go to www.adambrickguy.com. Um, there's also Adam Brick Guy on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we also have, uh, you know, some events coming up. So if you if you uh, look at Adam Brick Guy, you can also get a, a link to Amazon to uh, buy brick for uh, the Adam Brick Guy project. Um, and we we certainly appreciate, uh, you know, anybody anybody uh, even going to the website and taking a look and. And the the kids would certainly appreciate, uh, you know, any any uh, any brick bought for them. Yes, and I will have all those in the in the show notes at uh, dreamerspodcast.com so that everybody can go and check that out. Adam, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, this morning to come out here to to the dreamers podcast and uh be a part of of the show and i love what you're doing please don't stop and i would love to have you again on the show again in the future to uh follow up and see how everything's been going yeah thank you very much joe for having me uh really appreciate your time oh you're very welcome always have time for dreamers man it's uh it's an honor to have people like you on the show and to get to connect with you so uh thank you again really appreciate it adam Hey, keep connecting dreamers, Joe. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dreamers podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.